Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's been seven hours and fifteen days since you took your the show it's 1025 the bone it's been one year since chris cornell died i did not know that oh really only one year i would have thought longer oh i assume one year right i don't know these things all run together to me yeah this is uh cornell no. No, 2017, yeah, now. so it's been three years. <laughs> yeah. You said one year, I was like... Seems like a year, seems just longer. a year ago. Seems longer. And he's, he overdosed in a hotel in Detroit, right? No. Yeah, that was him? No. He didn't overdose. He hung himself. Well, he was on stuff, and then, yes, he did hang himself. Yeah. yeah. So, him and Chester well, Bennington, yeah. Did it the same. Basically the same right, way. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, not the way that I would do it. No, definitely not. That seems very painful. Well, because what? It was him. It was them and Robin Williams. All they were all found hung, right? Yeah, yeah. Robin Williams did it like in his closet, like on the door, though. I think. Yeah. yeah. Where those guys? I think he was in the shower. Or, yeah. I don't That's know. rough, man. By the way, yeah. Also, <laughs> where are you hanging yourself? Right? You gotta make, we got to make sure you have a good support. Like, well, that's hanging yourself off of a shower curtain. Yeah, but guys who are hanging themselves in the closet or yeah. those things using the pole, they're not just jumping to snap their neck. They're, they're doing that's, it like when yeah. you get hung, hanged, they hang you so your neck breaks. But when they when you're hanging yourself like that, you're just suffocating yourself. Yeah. Which is, I couldn't handle that. But, I mean, so, a lot of people do that while they're right doing, you know, having... Auto asphyxiation, uh, auto erotic asphyxiation. Yeah. I don't, I don't I, think. I didn't think I had to add the erotic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't well, if you don't leave the erotic, it's just hanging yourself. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I, I remember when I first heard about that, I was like, "So what does it do?" And they're like, "It heightens your yeah. orgasm." Right. I go, "I'm pretty good with the one that I'm having." Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, have I, you been choked out though while you're in like the midst of it all? <laughs> Spanish, I'm going to punch you just for asking me that question. No, so that's no, a no. I've never been choked out. Uh, so no. I can tell you what? very recently, I was choked out in the midst of my all. And- Who choked you out? Charisma? Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how their esophagus gets right, on. Yeah. yeah no, no. Choking each other out. That esophagus <laughs> is not safe to choke out. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I was, and it was pretty awesome. Awesome? Yeah. yeah. It was pretty awesome. You don't like being choked during sex? Yeah. No. It was sweet. Oh. I'll choke you, big fan. Okay. But don't try to choke me. Yeah, big no, fan. I, we have roles when we have when we make sweet love. Yeah, I'm and the I'm dominant. the role. I'm in the. I'm doing the hitting. I'm not getting hit. I'm the dominant one. <laughs> what? I, Mike said, "Pull." <laughs> I mean, I even like, if even like if she's not the dominant one, it is still fun to to let her choke you out just a little bit. No, yeah, it's pretty not. sweet. I yeah, bet yeah, you my yeah. wife would love she that. She probably would. Yeah, not during sex, just in life. 
You're just standing in the kitchen. <laughs> she just comes up behind you and yeah. choking you out. Yeah. Jumps on your back. You enjoy that? Yeah. You like that? How did Chris Cornell not get tapped to plead Jesus in anything? Ugh. Oh, I know, right? I mean, he looks like a pretty Jesus yeah. when he had the really long hair. Mm-hmm. Look at this. Look Voice at this one. An angel. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we, know, and we know he can act from, uh, uh, oh, what the hell was the name of the movie? With uh, him and Eddie Vedder was in there. They were Citizen Dick. But he wasn't in it. Yeah, he was. What was he? He just stood there whenever uh, he was uh, Matt Dillon was playing the music, playing Soundgarden in his uh, car. Oh, yeah, and he was yeah, just sitting yeah. there like this. Yeah, 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 right. singles? singles? Singles, yeah. I loved Singles. And I don't know if I could watch it now. No, because he's dead? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it just brings back too many memories. Too many memories. <laughs> no, like I loved it when it happened. It was such a 90s movie. Yeah. And I like Cameron Crowe and stuff because I go watch Almost Famous a thousand times. That's great. But uh, I think that I w- this would lose its luster over the years because mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. I'm going to try it. <laughs> All right. Time to check in with Galvin. <laughs> With Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Uh, scientists at the La Jolla Institute, a biomedical research lab in California, issued a new report with some of the best insight thus far into potential vaccine, uh, herd immunity, and future of the pandemic. They found that uh, 100% of COVID-19 cases made antibodies in the people's bodies. They also found that some people may have at least partial immunity from the exposure to other previous coronaviruses. This all means it should be possible to make a vaccine to beat it, and it is possible for us to develop a widespread immunity so we can, at some point, go back to living normally, even though the uh, virus still exists. So am I like uh, Will Smith? From I Am Legend, or I can't be affected by it? Maybe. It seems like it. Yeah. Maybe. We're not yeah. sure, though. That'd make me feel Or awful. Matt Damon. Wasn't Matt Damon in that? Contagion. Uh, Contagion. Yeah, he was. Oh, that's right. He couldn't get it either, right? Correct. And his yeah. wife died, but he was totally fine. His stupid she, daughter. Stupid daughter went out and hugged the kid or whatever. Yeah, the wife stupid. died pretty brutal, she too. She yeah. died super brutal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this would be a way different thing. I was talking about that with Joe. I, I actually think you started me on this kick. If it was an Ebola outbreak instead of coronavirus, oh, what the world will look like. Ooh, man. Mm. Man, oh, man. People bleeding out of their eyes. Well, did you see at the beginning of coronavirus where they're showing videos of how people die? Like, that wasn't real, though, right? It was not real, but God damn, was that intense. Because they said what happens is you basically just suffocate yeah. and die. Whatever. And there was just a guy in the street, and he's like, yeah. zombieing around. And then he's like, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh boy, God, dude. stay inside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to die like that. <laughs> that whole hanging yourself doesn't seem so bad anymore. Yeah. No, it's, it's pretty great. Yeah, so pretty weird. Uh, this is crazy. A video went viral uh, this weekend of a stay-at-home stay-at-home protesters in Long Island, New York. So we got to blame Roger and JP for this. Stay-at-home protesters. Stay-at-home protesters. They don't want to stay at home. Oh, They're I thought they were actually pro- no, not, their stay, houses. not stay at home, pro, stay at home protesters uh, screaming at a reporter who is covering them. Uh, the president actually tweeted this video and encouraged the protesters. Uh, we have the video up on Bone TV. Check this out. Here we go. I'm just trying to get by on the sidewalk. That's all. Well, you shouldn't be here. You're fake news. You stopped airing the Trump briefings and you keep airing Cuomo briefings. Go home. Fake news. Go home. You are the enemy of the people. 
You used to be a good channel at one time. Are you allowed? I don't know what happened to you. Kevin, tell the truth, Kevin. Come on. Fake news is not essential. Fake news is not essential. Fake news is not essential. Well, they're all screwing at CNN. Yeah, the, I don't even know if the guy was from CNN or if he, I think he was a local guy, or whatever. But uh, they're all yelling at. He's like, I'm oh, just trying to get through. Yeah. New Yorkers. Yeah. Let me tell you something. We used to watch your show, but ever since you went against Trump, now we don't watch you in the garbage. You're garbage now. Garbage. You should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, Joe, oh, if you can, cut, if you yeah. can know better than the people at the Klan rallies. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you close that and show what Trump tweeted out? Oh, is the most recent thing? No, no, no. This, this. Oh, okay. He tweeted this and uh, commented on it. Oh boy. Uh, I, I don't can't read it for this. Something about uh, the people, people can't get enough. Yeah. Of the of, of this the, of this great people. Yeah. Great people. Well, no. Yelling at this guy, fake news, and well, I don't mind that they, if they criticize the news. I don't even know what the organization is, yeah. but I mean, this standing outside screaming at people. Yeah, but they're a bunch of you know. Protesters that are saying you shouldn't stay at home. Tensions are high, get man. Out there and yeah, I don't know. It's very tensions rare. are high. Uh, I can tell you the best thing. The, you know, I, I, all these commencement speeches that happened. Did you see any of those over the weekend? Yeah, I saw some of the stuff. Uh, the best thing you can do is is handle things yourself. Like like be responsible individually. That's the only thing you could hope for. You can't. You're not going to change these idiots' minds. You're not going to change anybody's mind. And I'm not saying you should be hiding in your house right now. Just just do what you think is the right thing during the day, and you'll be okay. And this and this pandemic, although it's for like far as graduates and all that stuff, it sucks because you're you're you really it really got ruined. There's no better example of of what life is like because you get hit with something, and you just have to overcome it. And if you don't overcome it, then you just sit in your house all day. Yeah, I have spent so much money on graduation stuff for my yeah, son. Yeah, that's a sad. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, we're doing it because we're going to have the drive-thru and we're going to do it at the house, but we're decorating the car. Yeah. We got to do all that. I got big, giant graduation stuff for whenever he comes in the house. Mm-hmm. I got uh, gifts for him. Are and you going to do any type of graduation party? No. No? I mean, not now. Well, I, 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 I guess uh, what I mean graduation party, I mean, like, are family members going to send him gifts since he's graduated? Yes, they yeah. are and have been and stuff. And then my uh, in-laws and my brother-in-law and his wife are coming over. That's awesome. So, yeah. yeah. That's good. We'll hang out and... Do I that. can't believe he's going to college already, dude. Yeah. He's done. He he finished his uh, exams uh, uh, last week, and he was like, that's it. I'm done. And I oh. <laughs> I started swearing <laughs> at the school. I was like, <laughs> yeah. uh, by the way, all A's. Oh. So we'll see what he does on his exam, which is great. My son finished his homework last night. Yeah. To make a pizza. <laughs> I was like, "What are you? What Hell school yeah. are you going to? <laughs> this is homework. No, that's they got to yeah. learn how to cook. They he had to a, he had to pick a food from a country that he's visited and then tell the origin of it. So he's not dumb. He's like, oh, so my pizza. <laughs> yeah, right. So you're doing a little history stuff. Also, you're doing math because you're putting yeah. ingredients together. Are you doing that second stuff? grade. <laughs> second grade's making pizzas. Yeah. Listen, he's what. 12, 14? 13. 13. 13, uh, 13 years old, making his own pizza. That's a good skill to have. To, you know, is he, is he, no, this was not home ec. This was just... It, they frozen didn't pizza? Or did he no, make it from he scratch? He made it from scratch. Yeah, that's good. But yeah. he already knew how to do that. This is not... They weren't teaching him how to make pizza. He had to, he had to go to a... Pick a country he'd been to or that he liked or whatever and pick a food from there thing and then write a little bit about it. And and then the question was like, did you watch this, this film about this thing? Yes. What did you not like about it? 
And he's like, I liked it all. (laughs) (laughs) You know that later on in his life, he's going to be making pizza for his girlfriend. And he's going to say, did you know in Italy, blah, 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 some little fact that he learned from that day. May I just point out, his pizza was awful. Oh, Oh, look (laughs) on Terrible. Yeah. Undercooked. Um, can <laughs> Rather I eat a boot. <laughs> can I tell you something that I was never into and I never liked? Bobbleheads. No. Yeah, bobbleheads are dumb. You Why? never liked a good bobblehead? No. I like an action figure if you're going to do it. Anyway, yeah, Tom Brady bobblehead, just walk over and smack its head and watch it do this for a half hour. It's funny you say I, the first bobblehead I ever had was a Dan Marino bobblehead. <laughs> yeah. Of course it was. Yeah. There's, there's this company selling Dan Marino and Gronkowski Buccaneer bobbleheads. Neither one of them. Dan look, Marino. I mean, Dan I'm sorry, uh, Tom Brady. Neither one of them look anything like either one, either one of the guys, and I and they're sitting on cannons. And I thought this is the worst. Woof. If you looked at this and was like, I gotta get those bullheads, <laughs> we probably aren't friends. Yeah, I don't. Uh, you know, and it's not. I'm a grown man, but the, no. like, I don't get dolls. I like toys. I don't even the those Funko Pop things. Oh, I'm like, no. no. See, I like those, but uh, but the problem is, like, what are you doing? You're collecting them for what? You right. know what I mean? Like if if they had like a, a Led Zeppelin, the four of them, and I had that, I go, okay, that's kind of cool. Get that, or you know, they, I'm sure they have Kiss, right? Kiss yeah. does everything, but uh, collecting like all of them, like all the different ones, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah you much. pick the ones that that you like. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That would be cool if they had like a stage set up with all Funko Pop Led Zeppelin. That'd be pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. If that happens, I'll let you know. I'm on it. Uh, Okay, so we go from that tweet to this one. This is the one I think you were talking about Spanish. Uh, President Trump released a doctored video of himself delivering Bill Pullman's inspirational speech from the movie Independence Day, where he has his face on Bill Pullman. Uh, Bill Pullman's not very happy about it. Neither is uh, co-star Vivica Fox. Uh, Here is uh, Trump doing this speech up on Bone TV. Here we go. Mankind, that word should have new meaning for all of us today. And it's got a bit, it's like, it's like Pence in the crowd and a Can't bunch of different people. Can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interests. <laughs> and you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution. But from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live, to exist. What are they mad at? And should we win today? The 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. That guy is in charge of everything. Uh, who gets mad? Who gets mad at that though? Why? Why is Bill Pullman mad? That's hilarious. Oh, because you know he's an actor. And- I I will say I woke up on Sunday and this was the first thing that showed up on my Twitter feed and it was a joy to watch first I, thing in the morning. Now, did Trump do this or did no. someone do this for? I'm not saying like him personally, but yeah, like somebody made it. and He just retweeted. Okay. It. Yeah. 
That's God, so it's funny. funny. <laughs> it really is funny. Uh, so full phase one is the statewide reopening. It's the uh, Department of Health tallied more than 700 new cases of novel coronavirus infection uh, on its morning update. Uh, it's above average daily increase at the time when health officials have assured Floridians that the state's curve generally is beginning to flatten. Uh, it's in, uh, in Sunday's update, the Department of Health reported it was tracking 45,588 confirmed positive cases of coronavirus, uh, which is up by 777 cases from Saturday's numbers. So, phase one! Yeah. Here we go. No, but, see, I have a huge issue with this because I was following this on multiple news stations. Uh, CNN, Fox, and then I uh, went over to MSNBC about the whole reopening thing. Yeah. And they're all reporting different numbers of cases that are confirmed and then deaths. It's interesting because they were saying about how everybody's uh, toting, uh, what's his name, uh, Cuomo San- from um, up in New York, how great of a job he's doing. Then they showed Florida's numbers, which are way, way better yeah. than New York. And he's getting all the press. And yeah. he was the one who, when this all started, when Trump was like, all right, let's ban travel, he was the guy that was like, nah, don't worry about it. Everyone continued to go to bars and restaurants, and now all of a sudden he's yeah, bitching the, about the amount of people you have and the amount of space you have in New York. Right, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I agree. But come on, I mean, uh, so Joe has up there on Bone TV full phase one, which is effective today. Uh, some of the different stuff: restaurant and food establishments, establishments may increase indoor capacity to fifty percent with proper social distancing. Outdoor seating is encouraged. Uh, retail may operate up to fifty percent capacity indoors. Museums and libraries are open. Gyms and yeah! fitness centers, which Woo! people are very excited about, may operate up to 50% capacity. Self-sanitized machines and surfaces after use. Uh, you're really going to get it now if you walk away and leave the bench pressing all yeah. sweaty. Uh, hey, Brian, you want to go back? Yeah. Gross. Brian. Uh, amusement parks may submit reopening plan to the state. So they're not open yet, but they can say, hey, we want to open. Here's why, what we're going to do. Uh, professional sports teams are welcome in Florida. Professional sports venues may open and operate for games, events, and training. Vacation rentals. You've got uh, elective surgery. Barbershops and salons, which a lot of people were very excited about. They've been open yeah. for a little while here. Schools will continue with the distance learning and uh, long-term care facilities uh, visitation and long-term facilities uh, prohibited for COVID-19. Hospitals required to test all individuals before discharge to long-term care facilities. Yeah, that makes the most sense of the whole reopening thing. So that is full phase one. So uh, like Mike said earlier, just, you know, do what you think is right. Right. Common sense. And yeah. if you think it's right to be around 100 people, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's too close. Yeah. Too close. Spread out. People you don't know, you know. Yes. You don't know where they've been. You don't know what they're doing. I'm just, excited to go to the gym today. When you're when you're, you're there, yeah, I'm going. When you're there, just remember these words of the great Mo Howard: spread out, spread out, spread out, spread out. I uh, remember Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. I do of the River at Tampa Bay Church. He was arrested on March 30th on charges of unlawful assembly in violation of public health emergency rules for holding services that drew large crowds despite coronavirus restrictions. Well, Hillsborough State Attorney Andrew Warren dropped the charges on Friday. In a statement, Warren said Howard Brown's arrest, quote, remains an appropriate step taken by law enforcement to immediately correct irresponsible behavior after repeated efforts to gain cooperation in other ways were not successful. There's a picture of that old meat face up there. Uh, <laughs> la- last week, there was a picture on, on 
Facebook of Chad Cronister, the sheriff, mm-hmm. uh, having dinner with this guy, and he's they, you know, he Chad arrested him, and they arrested him just because they had warned him not to do it. And he did it anyway, and then he called him up and said, "Hey, you know, let's work on this so that we don't have these problems in the future." That's the way things are supposed to get Damn done, right? Yeah. And, and they invited him over, and he went over there, and he had dinner with them, and they worked it all out. This guy's nuts, but <laughs> but, but the thing is, is that it's it wasn't. The sheriff trying to flex his D so he could say, "Oh, he was trying to tell you this is the wrong thing to do, and if you if you go against us, we're gonna you're gonna force us to arrest you." And then afterwards, they settled it like normal people. That makes the most sense. Yeah. Uh, worst part of the job of being sheriff having to have dinner with this guy. <laughs> 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 I don't know. He's rich, man. Well, they're both rich. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's rich. Yeah. He may have some great food. <laughs> <It's> great. <laughs> uh, a cameraman at KCRA TV in Sacramento is in a whole lot of trouble for shooting his mouth off while audio was live. Now, I wonder if this is fake fish or not. We'll listen to it. it, it really, if you listen to unedited, it's a lot. Uh, he was covering a fire and didn't realize that he was streaming live as he proceeded to drop a ton of profanities while talking about how much he hates his job and stuff. Oh boy. We have some video. You're not really going to see anything. This is just the live shot where you can see the fire in this guy talking. Here we go. Listen to this guy. He is pretty good. I heard he's got a big too. So. He's got a big I'm about to go put this thing out. Yeah, it's good. This job really sucks. Oh, this is, this is horrible. This is, I mean, at least this is news. You know what I did earlier? I drove two hours to not see chickens being unloaded out of a truck. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they're saving a thousand chickens from some farm in Iowa. I'm like, who the f- cares <laughs> <laughs> which i'm sure every cameraman's like awesome. yeah, yeah exactly yeah. i've had to do that before <laughs> and who hasn't complained about their job right you but know? i don't know who is talking about with the uh, big old stuff oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great why he knows that yeah, yeah so i don't know if he'll be fired or not we'll see what happens <laughs> oh, man did you ever see that oliver uh, that laurel and hardy movie no, I wanted to watch it, and uh, it's I was really gonna wa- good. I was going to watch it on the box, and I don't think it was on there yet. I need to. I need to watch that. I just the reason I brought that up is because uh, Brian Scalero just put these pictures up of Laurel and Hardy, crystal clear, genuine Kodachrome pics of Laurel and Hardy from 1938, but oh, they wow. look like they were taken yesterday. Oh, like, really? Yeah. Very rarely do you see up that up yeah. close on their faces and stuff. It's funny because when I saw the trailer for that, I was like, "Who is that?" I couldn't figure out who it was, and it's John C. Riley. Yeah, he did Damn. a great a fat job. Suit. Yeah, he did a great job. It's a, it's a pretty good movie. It's I never knew anything about them and who the smart one was and why they were together and why they weren't. All that. It's pretty good. Who is the actor that plays uh, Stan Coogan? Steve Coogan. Stephen Coogan. I like him. He's great. He's good in a lot of stuff. Like he's he's a uh, pretty good series. Funny. He was the director from Traffic Thunder. Yes. <laughs> he was. He was. So really good. Did you ever see a movie of Paul Rudd called My Idiot Brother or something like that? Yeah. 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 He's in that too. And that I just watched that the other day. That's that's funny. Yeah. yeah it's a funny. He's movie. good. Uh, two people robbed a convenience store in uh, Virginia earlier this month, and they covered their faces with what? If you're going to rob a place. Uh, stockings. Stocking, you would think. Yeah, maybe that would be something. A medical mask. Medical mask yeah. now. Everyone's seems, wearing yeah, them. Yeah, wouldn't seem like it's too big of a deal. Whatever happened to the old school ski mask? Ski mask, <laughs> you know? always good, right? 
Uh, they covered their faces with hollowed out watermelons. Oh, okay, great. We have a picture up on Bone TV. You can see from the still shot of the surveillance video, they <laughs> both got part of a large watermelon. Uh, they like cover, cut it in half and then each covered their head, cut out eye holes and stuff. Well, last week, the cops managed to figure out who one of them was and arrested they, they them. They did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're still trying to find out who the other one was. That's so funny. Yeah. That's a good uh, Corona mask. Uh, yeah. That would be great if uh, you're like, yeah, that was me. Who was the other guy? Oh, I don't know. I wasn't with him. <laughs> it just happened to have a watermelon on his head also, I guess. I don't know. Uh, the Gap. When was the last time you've been at The Gap? Probably a few months. Fall into The Gap. But uh, before that. I uh, usually I frequent The Kids Gap. Yeah. That's my, more my size. Yeah. Some nice t-shirts yeah, for like three bucks. Some shorts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Gap has pulled a product called The Camp Shirt because it looks like a concentration camp shirt. Oh, no. It looks a lot like the concentration camp see, uniforms. Next from time Nazi we Germany. have one of these, don't tell us what it looks like oh, so we can yeah. see if uh, we know first. It's pretty obvious with this one. Take a look at that. Oh, yeah. oh the can they call it they the camp call it shirt. The camp shirt. You idiots. Yeah, I mean you might as well have numbers on it and everything. Like Wow. Yeah, yeah so they've pulled that. Uh, I, so I don't know whoops. how this I don't know how this stuff gets through. I don't know who who's like there's got to be a, a committee where they go, yeah, that looks exactly like the concentration, right, concentration right. camp. But it's people, people that don't know history. <sighs> and you know, where they come up with camp shirt from. Yeah. Right. They knew history. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they do this sometimes just to. They must. No. Get in the news. Uh, they must. Who designed this one? Klaus. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Klaus, what? I know nothing. Some you of the want to like the party? Yeah. It is a fantastic shirt. <laughs> Stripes look nice on you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Klaus uh, is from yeah, Italy. Yeah. He, was, he was influenced by uh, Mussolini. You should have him help your son with his pizza. <laughs> uh, Klaus is here to help with the pizza. Uh, uh, Major League Baseball will reportedly have some new rules to protect against the spread of COVID-19, including, we're taking the fun out of baseball, yeah. no high fives, no fist bumps, no hugs, oh, yeah. Spanish, so sad, uh, no sad. spitting, no tobacco use, no chewing sunflower seeds. They're also planning to uh, process around 10,000 coronavirus tests per yeah. week. No spitting. That's going to be impossible. I know. Yeah. That's ridiculous. No spitting. And uh, also chewing because a lot of those guys, sunflower seeds oh. and yeah, tobacco and stuff, on. that's they're part of their ritual. Yeah. Like That's what they do. Take that away. And what, so what are they going to do, though? I, are they going to find them? cancel baseball. Yeah, I mean, come on. But, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if a pitcher's out on the mound and he spits, you know what I mean? Like, it's part of his ritual. Like, Do they find him? Do they, they kick him out? Him. Do they... Probably warn him, him, give him a little bit of... Hey, yeah. man, on the... If they spit, that's a walk. Oh. <laughs> yeah. How about that? How about Too that? much moisture. Yeah. Uh, no Calvin, do you get... You, you, you want anything for Father's Day? Do I want anything? I got sure. I got both my Father's Day gifts already. Oh, yeah? What? Yeah, because my wife and my daughter are the same person, and they can't. <laughs> and I, of course, my son didn't even know a gift was bought. <laughs> Father's Day is until June, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, got, I got two gifts already. My wife gave it to me the other day because she's like, I would wait, but you're kind of using it now. So I she got me a official big green egg, uh, a knife that came with it, like Damn a it. knife that they make. Oh, dude. She took my idea. I, Spanish. It's a very expensive knife. Is it? I, I could probably cut through my arm in a second. It's uh, it's unbelievable. It's got the nice hand. It's beautiful. Question. That's not. Yeah. Do you have that flamethrower fire starter? Uh, yes. You do already. Yes. Damn it. Yeah. Well, you've got the infrared one also, right? 
I've got the infrared one. I've got the one that blows the heat out. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the yeah. And Do you have the one that my uncle Don would use? I believe it's called uh, gasoline in a uh, plastic bag. Dive <laughs> <laughs> <I> backwards. <laughs> my uncle Don, no lie, was the best. He would grill and he would burn everything. Uncle Don, take yeah. it easy. We'd be like, Uncle Don, I think those are done. They're black. <laughs> We'd be like, ah, I got it, and flip them over and serve you a hockey puck. And like, oh, He's got come the on. Gas in the plastic. <laughs> <laughs> my uncle Don was the best. He was hilarious. I had long hair, and he was like, uh, "He goes, you go swimming," and I go, "Yeah, probably later." And he goes, "Don't want to get your hair wet." <laughs> I'd be like, "I'll get my hair wet." Uncle Don, relax. <laughs> uncle Don, take uncle it Don. easy, guy. I, <laughs> so she got you a giant knife, and what else? And then my daughter got this. Me, have you seen the commercial during Ninety Day Fiance for the new reality show coming up called Turdy Works? Yes. Where the woman makes things out of moose poop? Yes. Yeah, uh, the, those people can thank uh, Tosh for that. Because Is that Tosh, what that was? Tosh had her on and did like a web uh, redemption thing with her. Yeah, and she was uh, trying Lovely. to be all her puns with turd and poop. and this <laughs> and that. Yeah, that show's going to be awful. Oh, I'm not going to watch the show, but I got me a turdy works clock. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. And it's made out of turds? It's, well, the numbers are... I have a little turd on each one. When they delivered it, one of the turds fell off, so I had to handle it. I had to glue it back on. But yeah, the Turdy Works clock now hangs in my home studio. Yeah, she's a guy, or I mean, a woman that looks a lot like a guy. Yeah, and she collects moose turds and makes stuff. She makes them nice earrings. I'm looking at them now. (laughs) Stop it. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, (laughs) Steve, you're on the mic, Cal, the show. Hello, Steve. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Where you at? You in a dumpster? Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm working. I, I, um, you were talking earlier about the coronavirus, uh-huh. and my comment to you is I deliver medical gases to the fire stations, right. ambulance services, surgery centers, and a couple of hospitals. And I'm telling you now, 95% of this stuff they're making is made up. The what? numbers are skewed. I have the ambulance services, which pick up patients and take them into the hospitals or take them to a surgery center, wherever it is they're taking them, telling me that people are dying in the homes. Uh, The ambulance service will come out, pick them up to resuscitate them. They'll pass away at the hospital, and the hospital will list it as a COVID death, even though it was a heart attack or cancer, whatever it was. And the families are having to fight with them to change it because the money that's behind all this. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I'll be no, honest with you. I haven't listened to a word you said. I just was, <laughs> we got a lot going on in the studio right now, and I I can't hear it because uh, we got a phone call that we've been waiting for on the line, and that came in while you were talking about your nonsense trying mm-hmm. to tell me that coronavirus is a hoax, which Carmen spelled H O U X. Yeah. Uh, this is hoax. Mitch. Mitch, welcome to the show. How you doing? Good morning, Mike. Great. Thanks for calling. We were we were, uh, reached out to Mitch earlier in the show. Now, Mitch, you wrote a letter to me today. Can I read the letter on the air? Sure. Okay. Mitch uh, said he he hosted a one-hour radio show once a month for three years on Tan Talk Radio, which at first I thought was about tanning salons, uh, and then you stopped doing this show 16 months ago. So now that's one one show a month. Yes. And what made you want to do that? Uh, it was just typically this is what um, my life was with my wife is that uh, once a week, generally, we'd go out to the movie theaters like AMC movie theaters. And we do this for years. And usually like Saturday night, date night, we'd go out to a different restaurant. And I'd 
been my whole adult life. I've always been into hockey. I've played hockey in beer leagues. Um, been very involved with coaching my son's team, and I've heard you talk about that. I've been to, I've lived at TBSA and the Brandon Rink. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But how'd you get into radio? So I thought, shoot, I just, I always would listen to you know radio shows, and I thought, oh, this is fun. But let me talk about stuff I do. So you know, easy. And I figured. I went down to see this lady, Lola, WTAN, a small radio station in Clearwater, kind of told her what I wanted to do, and, and you kind of buy airtime for an hour. What does that run uh, you? So that's what I did. Excuse me? What does that run you for the hour? Uh, it's like 150 150 bucks. any Jamoke, not no until to you, could just walk down there and <laughs> buy an hour of radio. Mm-hmm. I, I think you could do that. I'm not sure, like, if you really are terrible or, you know, do some terrible thing. I'm sure they kick you right off. But um, we had fun. I had a really good guy, this guy, Peter. He was behind the class as producer. Him and I had a good rapport back and forth, and he was really knowledgeable about movies. That was the weak point. Okay, well, you know, let me let me read the letter. The letter said that uh, he that you were looking to get back into it, and this is what your show format, you're, you were focused on food, and that you would do right. taste testing of a different food, for example, peanut butter. Correct. Like what we did is, I would bring in uh, in a in a little cup, but it didn't have any writing on it. Like four different samples of peanut butter, uh, and then I would have like Peter, who would be in the studio, you know, the producer. Yep. He would taste it. I would taste it. My wife would taste it. And if anybody else was there, I would let them have samples, and then. I would say, hey, guess what you think this one is, or which one do you think the favorite is? And then we'd Brilliant. discuss, you know, like if, yeah. Yeah. Guess and, then, and, and then obviously movies, you were talking about movies. Hey, what's your favorite movie of all time? Uh, you know, that's hard to answer. I like sports movie, maybe, maybe like, you know, uh, I forget, Never on a Given Sunday with, uh, yeah, Never on a Given Sunday, I think the name of it was. Any Given yeah. Sunday, uh, Any mean? Given Sunday, yeah, Any favorite given movie. Sunday. Thank you. How are you going to be a movie reviewer? Yeah. You don't even know the name of the movie. I know. I knew you would hit me. That's my weak point. Movies are my weak thing. I'd watch. I'd watch them uh, when we go out. You ever see Gone with the Breeze? <laughs> Gone with the Breeze? No. Oh, I get it. Very good. No. So, and then you would also talk about hockey, current lighting news, and other stuff around the NHL, and then relate it back to food somehow. I would try to if stories came like during the month. Because I subscribe to the uh, hockey news and stuff. But like if I saw interesting articles, I would try to relate it as I'm doing my three subjects if possible. Yes. So yes. Mitch wrote this letter, and he said, I'm going to get right to the point. My name is Mitch. I host this show. Yeah. I do peanut butter movies and hockey. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then at the end, you wrote, I was wondering if I can come to the studio and be a guest on your show for 15 minutes or less a month that we could discuss some of these topics. How dare you, Mitch? How <laughs> dare you? This is the most just... listened to radio show in Tampa. I've done this for 30 years to get here. You talked about peanut butter 40 times in your life, and you think you're just going to waltz on this show? Which, by the way, it worked. You were on the show. To... Mike, I would like to be there because I would like to bring food and have you and Calvin. Yeah, and a lot of people and... would like to do it. It's a fun <laughs> job. What do you really do for a living? Um, I'm in a um, swimming pool business. So, like cleaning them or installing them? Well, it's more educational and stuff. I don't want to 
talk about the company, you know. No, you don't have to name the company. What do you mean educationally? Yeah. Teaching people about stuff? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. About Do peanut butter? No. Oh. <laughs> no. No, no. No, uh, not at all. This would be like me calling and be like, I, Mitch, I swam in a pool a couple times this month. I think I'm going to come to work with you on Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no. No. My buddy is a surgeon. I hang out with him a lot. I think one day I'm going to be like, you know, I think I got this. Hey, let me yeah. grab the I knife. I'm going to just walk stories. in there. I rewatched ER. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Or it's like, you, it's, like you, the, it's the equivalent. What you just said is the equivalent of you saying, I bought a guitar. I played it right. 40 times. I really enjoyed it. Right. I'd like to sit in with the Rolling Stones. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but. Hey, you didn't even start at the to... bottom. You worked your way right up to the top. You're like, I, it, I've, I've talked exactly. about peanut butter 40 times. I'm ready for the number one show. I've, I've eaten food all my life. And I've been involved who with hasn't? <laughs> Mitch, who hasn't eaten food all of their life? <laughs> every, day I, birth. I, every day I breathe in and out. I can talk about that. <laughs> my hair and fingernails grow. That's true. That's true. Uh, that's true. Mitch, do you realize I was hesitant to call you because from the letter I wasn't sure if you were retarded or not? Oh. Oh. Well, I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I'm, I wasn't sure if you were a mentally challenged individual because I'm like, this guy just told me he talked about peanut butter, and now he's like, I'm just going to come on your show and talk about it. Well, I just I just wanted to try to give you an example. I mean, we did ice cream taste tests. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, really pushing the envelope. Yeah, saving the good stuff. <laughs> all right, let's. Uh, here we go, Mitch. You're, first of all, you, also, you already failed your first test. You didn't answer the phone when we called. You got to if you could put a, a resume out there. You got to be ready for the call anytime right. it comes in. It's opportunity knocking. I'm sorry. Yep. That's all right. All right. Uh, now with his second uh, test, ladies and gentlemen, Mitch, please review the last movie you saw. Oh, my gosh. You know, because of this COVID stuff, I haven't been, obviously, couldn't go out to see a movie. Doesn't matter. Um, so probably, so the last movie I saw, and I'm going to be right up front, you're going to laugh, too. It was, uh, we saw Gret Gretel and Hansel, you know, that, uh, the story about the, the girl that back in the day, you know, she got kicked out of her house by her mom. It, it was like a fairy tale of Hansel and Gretel. You're a regular Cisco and Ebert, sir. Yeah, it is horrible. <laughs> yeah. That's it? That was, that was it. not good. All right. The one where the girl got kicked out, and it was horrible. Yeah. All right, tell me about hockey. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's been a little disappointing because, uh, obviously, uh, we missed the playoffs and it's not going on. Um, I heard, I guess, last week, the AHL. Wait a second. We didn't um, miss the playoffs? Is that what you said? No, no, we didn't miss. We're missing playoffs. Oh, missing the COVID. I was like, if this guy doesn't so, know that we're not in, about playing hockey right <laughs> now, I'd be really upset. <laughs> no, no, no. And then I was very disappointed because the AHL, the American Hockey League, they canceled their season. They're not going to resume. So I'm hoping that the NHL doesn't follow suit. But um, it's going to be very disappointing. Now, another, know, another thing, Mitch, uh, when you're when you're a public figure. And you're out there, you know, delivering news and peanut butter reports to the people. You should have a, a huge social media presence. That's true. You, That's however, true. do I, not. You have the social media I presence of a guy who is wanted by the FBI. I couldn't find you yeah. anywhere. Yes, yes, I know. I keep a low profile. I was, like I said, I was just doing this for fun, mm. and uh, 
it's great that you called. I didn't expect it. I thought, if anything, you'd say, hey, come on down, let me meet you. Or, no, you know. no, 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 no. <laughs> No, I mean like but I get it. I, you, like, make, you make you make you make it like any guy that writes me a letter and be like, "All right, your slot's Tuesday." <laughs> I'm not Lola, whatever her face was. But I'm just going to be like, "All right, Mitch, we got you scheduled every third Tuesday from seven fifteen to seven forty-five." Although Spanish said you can come on the after show if you pay one hundred and fifty bucks. One hundred percent. Well, Mitch, you seem like a nice guy. Yes, yes, and if you got yes, we if you got to know me, you'd really like me and get me on the show. There. No, well, I don't know. I'd probably like you. I don't know if I'd necessarily be bringing you on the show. You got about forty more shows to do before I'd consider it. Okay, sounds nice good. talking to you, sir. Yeah, same here. Take care. Uh, Have a great bye. day, guys. Well, Love you, Mitch. Nice. Yeah, very nice guy. One hundred and fifty bucks and B Y O P B. Shut up. I wasn't sure. I'll bring the jelly. I wanted to call him, but I wasn't sure if he might be mentally challenged. And I, but now, clearly, I know he is. So he's just delusional. Delusional. Well, yeah. you know, think about it. You're in a room with your wife and another guy who's making $3 an hour, and you're like, let's all taste peanut butter. Everybody's like, yay. And you're like, this is so much fun. I must be great at this. I should go out and try to do it elsewhere. I think with those movie reviews, he should fight Doodog at the punch out. <laughs> and the winner See? gets the movie review spot on this show. That's awesome. You hot, hot heat. Doodog will bring the hot, hot heat to uh, this. You know, Doodog's yelling at the radio right now that uh, even the question of another movie reviewer on the air. Unacceptable. Yeah. I would love to know what Mitch looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know. I. What do you. You want to draw him? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Everybody draw Mitch. Okay. Because <laughs> in my head, I got a, I got a perfect. We should have asked him if he was one of those guys. Yeah. Can you call back, Harmon? I can, yeah. Just tell him we drew you, and we want to see who's right. No offense to him. Uh, this dead air is us drawing. Yes. Please stand yeah. by. Uh, it's no, this is no rating peanut butter. <laughs> or ice cream, for that matter. Yeah, we did other stuff, like ice cream. So you're saying you just didn't rape peanut butter? When you say it, it's not like you're saying rape peanut butter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, what do you use? (laughs) Hang on, we're almost done. (laughs) Mine's so perfect. (laughs) Oh, somebody's got freckles. (laughs) Were we just doing the face or the whole body? I think just the face. I I did everything. I did everything, too. Okay, I'll throw a tie on him. Yeah, throw a tie. (laughs) Your guy wears a tie? Oh, yeah. Mitch wears a tie. Mitch wears a tie and short sleeve dress shirt. All right, I'm done. All right, should we we get his picture first and then we'll show them all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is what we do sometimes. We, we, uh, (laughs) you drew Dewey. Yeah. (laughs) I guess I did. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah, Carmen, get that picture. This is Mitch, the guy who. Hosted forty uh, one-hour shows uh-huh. and wanted to just have a schedule of time for him to come on here. By the way, we're being generous because it would really be thirty-six, but we're just yeah. ballparking about forty. <laughs> yeah. You never know; he may have filled in one day. Uh, the guy who reviews soup was out, so he came in. To- <laughs> he, he he probably in those forty shows reached seventeen <laughs> people, ten of which he knows. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, if that's worth your hundred fifty dollars, just buy a buy a USB microphone and do it from your house. Right. And make a podcast out of it. A, then you can actually see if anybody listened to it. Get a CB. <laughs> or a walkie-talkie. Oh, listen, I'm sure there's some truckers going through, and they're like, I wonder which peanut butter is better, Jif yeah. or Skippy. And then you got Mitch able to do that for both of them. Twenty bucks says number two is Jif. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to you want to finish news while she's getting the picture of Mitch? Uh, yeah, we can do that. Right. Uh, I have some sad news. Oh. It's a Mike Kelter Show Death Pool update. Legendary comedic actor Fred Willard died on Friday of natural causes. They say he was 86 years old. Best known for the uh, Christopher Guest movies, Best in Show and Mighty Wind. Also, Anchorman. He was in Everybody Loves Raymond. Most recently, Modern Family. Ton of stuff. I miss him. Uh, He was uh, 86 years old. And don't forget, he got caught in a porno theater. And everyone was like, nah, all right. They love him. That's okay. The guy went into a porno theater in the middle of the afternoon in L.A. by himself, Mm -hmm. sat in the corner and diddled himself while he watched the movie. And everybody got, and he got arrested for it. Yeah. And you're like, that's what everybody in a porno theater does. Right. And Fred Willard was like, well, it was either get a dirty hooker or just go take care of myself. He uh, went on the uh, Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, like, right after to talk about it and stuff. And he said, he goes, what do you want to talk about, Jimmy? (laughs) He goes, what have you been doing? He goes, well, I went to the movies. He goes, what did you see? Did you see uh, Anaconda or something? And he named all these different ones. He goes, unfortunately, I saw Get Shorty. (laughs) He goes, somebody gets whacked in the end. Uh, So, yes, Fred Uh, Willard, dead. Uh, No points, by the way. Nobody had. Fred Willard. I don't know if I could, if I'd ever do that. What? To, I, uh, go the into theater? a theater and do it. I don't think I could at a theater. I mean, it's not that I couldn't do it in front of ladies, you know, well, but I mean, like, I don't. It's mostly dudes. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it's all dudes, yeah. you know? And I'm also, sorry, Spanish. It's mostly dudes? Yeah, what? Do you mean, like. It sounded like yeah, you. Yeah, you spoke from a place yeah, of authority. Where you've been in there and you're like, yeah, no, it's mostly dudes. I don't know what you're talking Remember about. Remember, I went with Dinah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I actually saw a live sex show, and it was also mostly dudes. So I went, that was something. I went in uh, in there. What's Gold Club? Yes, has a store in the back, and then they have like little rooms in the back where you can go. And I went in there with one of the uh, girls that worked at the Gold Club. Lucky. Was, well, no, no. I mean, I was like, oh, this could be fun. And I went in there, and it was a a closet with a TV and a VCR in there. And I was like. This is not even hot. This is weird. That's the way to do it. <laughs> and then they walked out of, out of there, and there were a bunch of dudes doing this. I was like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, where did this minefield come from? <laughs> run through the jungle. They used to have, you put in like a couple bucks, yeah. and you could watch yeah. it, the, yeah, where? the movie. When I was in Tallahassee, there was a, a store. A movie or back, like actual You'd watch someone... a movie. This is like oh. pre-internet. You couldn't get streaming porn. There is so you no go in there. funnier story. There is. There used to be a thing in New York in Times Square where the girl would go in the middle, and then you'd go in a booth and you'd put money in, and then your window would open. Peep show. Yeah. Well, but the girl would be in the middle, and then other guys would be in their own booths on the other side. There's no funnier story so like than Taken. Yeah, what, yeah, uh, just like Taken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then they had they had openings where they could stick things through the opening. Oh. <laughs> Here in. Uh, Bobby Kelly tell a story about him and Patrice going in there <laughs> and Patrice running out of money. <laughs> dude, he's like, quick, put another dollar in there. <laughs> Have him put it through the hole, dude. It's hilarious. Uh, um, I don't know if I could do that either. I don't Like, if I see another dude. It ruins it. Uh, yeah, or uh, let's be honest. If I, if I see a stranger in the vicinity while I'm trying to yeah, ruin yeah. my thing. 
But uh, anyway, uh, I don't know where we're going with this. Let's go back to Mitch. We got Mitch. Do we have a picture of Mitch? Yes, we do. All right. We all drew. Let's show the pictures of Mitch first. Like what, we, what we've drawn. What we've and drawn. Then we'll, and then we'll look at. And Mitch is on the line if you want to talk about Okay. Him, so. That's my Mitch right there. Kind of skinny, tall, foofy haired. Mine's uh, horrible. Oh, Galvin drew an old nerdy professor with a tiny mustache and a tie and short sleeves. You drew Dewey. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize until afterwards. You, what did you draw? Uh, you used to have Mitch as being really fat. fat. Yeah. Chicken? Fat what was it? Chicken. <laughs> I hear really skinny. You hear fat? I heard fat, yeah. Really? I heard he's eats a lot of peanut, peanut butter, butter, yeah. I gotta be honest with you, I think Mitch is a lot more normal than I'm drawing. Yeah, I, I think I'm pretty close. I, mean, I didn't see Mitch. It. Just average guy with guy. tall, skinny with long hair. All right. All right, Carmen, let me see what Mitch looks like. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, you guys are way more right. Yeah. Uh Mitch, you're surprisingly normal looking. Yeah, yeah. As I said, I, I Someday after this COVID is all clear, Mike, I'd like to meet you, take you out to, to lunch, dinner, meet you at a rink. Whatever. I would give anything to just sit and taste peanut butter with you. No. All right, man. <laughs> a little bit older than I thought. I, yeah. th- I thought Mitch was probably like in his 40s. No, no, no. That's why I said I did this for fun. It's just, you know. All right. Well, Mitch, we're busting your balls, but you seem like a really nice guy. I appreciate you playing along with us. Yeah, no problem. Anytime, Mike. All right, pal. Take it easy. You I don't want to talk more at lunch. I don't want the guy the whole day to be like, were they making fun of me? Because we were. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, another death. Pioneering sportscaster Phyllis George died last Thursday after a long flight, long fight with a blood disorder. <laughs> a long flight. Long flight, yeah. Uh, she was 70 years old. Uh, we have a picture of her up on Bone TV. Phyllis was Miss Texas in 1970, Miss America in 1971, and the first lady of Kentucky from 79 to 83. She also hosted uh, Candid Camera in the mid-70s, and she's best known for co-hosting the NFL Today on CBS beginning in 1974. She was uh, one of the first women to have a nationally prominent role in TV sports coverage. Well, rest in peace. Yes. I didn't know about At her. Least 70 yet, years so. old she died. I know. Well, yeah. She had what? She had something? She had a blood Blood thing? disorder. Yeah, yeah blood disorder. Uh, did you hear about this? 90-day fiancé star Big Ed has received 37 marriage proposals. Oh, of course. Shut Following his uh, split with Rose, yeah. What? Last month, Rose trashed Ed during an Instagram Live with fans. She told everyone Ed used her for her for fame and never <laughs> actually loved her. Rose told her fans, people don't believe him. And then she made this face. By the way, I, have the, I can do the Rose face perfectly. Ready? Oh, my God. <laughs> so good. Uh, Every time he would say anything to her, she'd go, I love you. Did you find her attractive at all? No, no. Nah, I mean, not. Nah. She wasn't ugly, but yeah, I she was. Like, she was like a five. And yeah. what is yeah. she talking about? He used her for no. fame. Get your. He used her for fame because Get being on the show, show not piece. like she had any fame or anything. Out of here. Uh, she said he just wants to be famous. That's why he was doing it. Yeah. Uh, he did not uh, even give me any gifts except for brawn panties. <laughs> That's all they want is gifts. Yeah. yeah. All that stuff. So uh, she says second. he's a liar. He's fake. Lies. Blah blah blah. So she never received the bed or the sheets or any of that stuff that he's been sending her for years. I don't know. I don't well, know. I don't believe Rose. I believe she's a liar. Last night was a great episode. Oh. Uh, uh, real quick, though, following his split, Ed has been accused of harassment by an alleged former employee. Oh, Jesus. Oh, is no. it that same Filipino girl that he from the show? Remember I don't her? know, but could you imagine little Ed being mad with his hair all messed up and stuff? <laughs> Man, coming out. at you yeah. real fast. <laughs> <laughs> Biting your ankles. I love Ed. Like, I wish we could take Ed and take him out with us. Oh, he'd be <laughs> a blast.
You little potato. <laughs> um, I saw the first half of the episode oh, and then oh. watched the last day, and so I didn't see the second half. It was long last night. They dragged it out because they have the chick from the Ukraine and David. Yeah. yeah. And they wow. made you wait till like the last five minutes. I know they didn't show it in the first yeah. hour uh, hardly at all. Smart. And then all they did was reshow what we already saw in the first hour. Then in the second hour, I got a little bit more into it. Ooh. Yeah, don't tell me. I'm going to watch it today. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you something you already know. She just so badly wants to come to America. Yeah, right. of course. I mean, she's like... Her other plans fell through. Yeah, even though like, she's living like a goddamn queen in the Ukraine because he's given her over you know $100,000. Yeah, uh, but she knows that she could get to America and have people... Yeah, guys, for sure. Buying her all sure. kinds of she's stuff into too. beauty and makeup and stuff too. Yeah. So she's like, every time she shops, she's like, I can't imagine how much makeup they have in America. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's all she wants. Then, then, so I couldn't understand Usman and, and oh uh, Mommy God. Lisa. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I couldn't understand that because Usman is in Nigeria and he is a, a rap star in Nigeria. That's right. But when you say rap star, you mean like the equivalent of a, a local band being really good. You right. Know? And uh, and people come out to see him play, and they buy his CDs and stuff. And he picks the fattest, ugliest, white, trashiest piece of garbage woman. So disgusting. And who is older than he is. She is just, if you asked me to, sh- if you said to me, show me what cigarettes do to a person, I would show you this lady. And then uh, all they do is fight, and she screams at him. And yesterday, for the first time, he was like, I was like, how could you, first of all, you know he's doing sex stuff to her, like, uh, besides the right. sex. And uh, and then I was like, why would you do this? Why why would you do it? And then uh, he said to her, um, they got mad. He never loses his cool with her. And she got up and walked out of the room, and he was like, I have to really think about whether I want to marry her, but I really want to go to America. And I was like, there it is. Yeah, 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 finally, right. there it is. But I needed to hear him say it. But he said it early on. My favorite quote of his is when she first arrives to Nigeria, and he says, "Oh yeah, my baby girl." After they're making out in the car, and he says, "I am going to be big rap star in America." And you're like, "Nope, not today, sir." Yeah. Uh, so I read where I guess uh, she used the N word <gasps> during a Instagram live. Yeah. Like called him that, whatever, and people are freaking out. Yeah. And she was like, oh, everybody uses that. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Galvin, what? listen. It's not, about that. it's not about the Ukraine girl. But I have to spoil something for you. I have to tell you. All right, go ahead. So the guy with the hair plugs that lives in Oregon. Yes. Oh, the psycho? Jeffrey, the yeah, one that ended yeah. up getting arrested. Yeah. He proposed to that girl in Russia, and she said no. Yeah. Right. So he well, comes- I saw him getting ready for a date. I know that, and he comes back here. With flowers. He goes on a date with a woman who was in the show briefly in the beginning. Oh, the, one the that's original Mary. Yeah, yeah, that's smoking what I said. hot. Smoking yeah. hot. I go, why is he going all over the place yeah. when she's clearly in love with him? Yes. And uh, he comes back and he says, "You know what? I realized that I really want to make this work with you, and I really want to give it a go." And she says, "That's fine." She goes, "But I can't have you." Texting her and talking to her, he goes, I haven't texted her since I've been back. She's blowing me up, and I've blown her off. And he's like, I'm focused on you now. Boom. Next scene, guess who Tim's visits from Russia? No. Unannounced. What? Shows up at the house. Nice. Leave it at that. Nice. How does she know where he? She's good. That's just no. The producers of that show are like, are you yeah. should come yeah. visit Jeffrey. Right. Yeah. We think he misses you. Yeah, we'll, pay. we'll give you money. 
Yeah, it's brilliant. It's All right. brilliant. I'll watch the rest of it today. Uh, it sounds like Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox have broken up again. And now there's reports that Megan has been hanging around with who? Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. But I had heard that they are already breaking up. Yeah, that's well, what maybe. I heard too. Yeah. Maybe. I think she's just lonely. Uh, let me tell you something. <laughs> she's got a type. Loser. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. she's gorgeous. She is she is one of the most beautiful chicks I've ever her in This is forty. I mean her in Transformers is great, but her in this is forty. Oh my god. Oh yeah, this is forty is ridiculous. Uh but you say loser, like Brian Austin Green, you look at and you go, Yeah, loser. I mean, obviously he's famous from Beverly Hills nine oh two one oh, but Machine Gun Kelly Kelly is quite an upgrade because oh, he's at yeah. least relevant. But and... I mean, she likes dirty white boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Trailer yeah, yeah. trash. Get that for sure. Yeah. Uh, did you know a couple things that American Idol is still on TV? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, they're doing it from their bedrooms. Uh, and apparently, there was a winner. What? Yeah. Oh, it's over. Season eighteen, wow. champ. They made the announcement. Oh. We have it <laughs> live from your living room. Uh, it was. Uh, it came down to. Uh, a girl named Just Sam and a guy named Arthur Gunn. Are you saying Just Sam or Just <laughs> Just Sam? Sam. Like, uh, what's your name? It's Just Sam. Ugh. Yeah, and Arthur Gunn, uh, here is the haircut to tell us who is the winner. Check this out on Bone TV. Here we go. It's come down to this. Arthur Gunn and Just Sam. Both took a chance, auditioned, and now one of them will be the next American Idol. Are they both guys? Here we go. No, After one on the right. The nationwide vote. The next American Idol for 2020 is just Sam. Congratulations, Sam. You did it. You got it. My dreams have come true. My grandmother is good. Like, thank you so much, America. Like, I would have never, ever, ever expected this. My grandmother is good. I can't tell who won by the picture, by the... The, the one on the right. The... So why the one on the left partying? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. They were confused? Yeah. <laughs> That's just Sam, and you'll never hear from her again. The one on the left, the guy was going crazy like he won. Yeah. Maybe he didn't want to win. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Do we have any of Just Sam singing? Uh, I can play. I can find some for oh, you I real quick. Uh, just it. Sam. I didn't even know that it was a girl. Yeah. She needs, she's dehydrated. What's on her neck? A tattoo. Is, is it? it? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here I have her uh, final performance, and this is uh, one of the ones from home. I'm dying to know why the other guy is so happy. <laughs> <laughs> he really erupted in cheer. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, here's just Sam. Obviously, she's very talented, but you'll never hear from her again. You're broken down and tired of living life on a merry-go-round. Wow. Yes. Yeah. You Great can find the fighter, but I see it in you, so we can walk That's my new out. favorite singer right there, just saying. Look at the TV. The other, the other ones are popping corks. Yeah. So uh, they probably the producers are probably like, "Hey, you celebrate too and be happy." And yeah, because you know, like at the end, like when they're standing on stage together, like the other one always like yeah, there's a little clap the and then and cries inside. Right. But what that's they're they're I this is a weird. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, look at it. They're just celebrating for the winner. That's not them. Uh, I have uh, some new music for you guys. Yes. Is it just Sam? Not only is it new music, 
but I have two different songs <gasps> for you by two different artists. Two different new music? What? Who two both did music. songs that are inspired by COVID-19. Oh, oh good. No. Yeah. Come on. Out. Uh, I am going to play those for you. I love here the is music. The, here is the first one. This is inspired by COVID-19. If you know the artist, yell it out. Here we go. Nugent. Uh, oh, really? First of those, Alice Cooper. It is Alice it is Cooper. Alice Cooper. Yeah. It's Alice Cooper. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ugh. COVID 19 inspired. We're all heading on. Stop it. Stop <laughs> listening. Think about monsters. You, and yeah, you got some great music and stuff, but this is not one of them. That is just in talking. Our enemy is a cold, indiscriminate monster. Now you hear it. It doesn't care if you're old or newborn, it exists to kill. All right. <laughs> it exists to kill, uh, Galvin. So that was Alice Cooper with his new music inspired by COVID-19. Oof. Now, this is another person. That's funny. I guess Alice Cooper out of the gate, and I was like, no, nah, it's too new. This is another person with a uh, song inspired by COVID-19. This song is called Together. This one will probably be harder for you to guess. Uh, very famous singer, though. She is a solo artist. I'll tell you that. Uh, this is her song called Together. Distance will keep us together Protect us now, save us forever Being apart is so very hard I'll give you a hint. Her husband, who plays guitar, was not in the title of this, but he wants to be. It hurts my soul, it hurts my heart Who is it? We'll be okay, we'll see this I mean, it just sounds like you're just making up. Like, play something. And, well, find and a then, way. And we're inside the house. Let's wash your hands. Uh, was that a mouse? <laughs> terrible. Stop. Stop with your COVID-19 hey, inspired they're stuff. They're inspired, man. I don't know. That's just inspired. Yeah. Boy, why did you just call it what it is? Bored. Yeah. Right. I'm bored. Uh, finally in news, we have... This music's so good. The final two episodes of The Last Dance were on last night. The docu-series about uh, Michael Jordan and the Bulls. So good. Yeah. So awesome. I still haven't watched it all yet. But I uh, read this, and I thought this was really interesting, because you think about Jordan, and you think about 
the NBA and how it really took off when Jordan became as popular as what I mean they, yeah. David, David Stern even says in there about how they were in a certain amount of countries the NBA and then after Jordan how many more countries they're in yeah but Michael Jordan made 90 million dollars in salary in his NBA career 90 million that's it which now is like oh. a normal contract for a yeah. guy he actually makes now more than that every year from Nike he oh, makes wow. more than $90 million from Nike. So he makes more in one year than he did playing his entire basketball career. How mad is Nike? They're like, Jesus Christ, we're never going to get ahead. <laughs> yeah. uh, he, of course, owns the Charlotte Hornets and is the richest former pro athlete in the world. He is worth how much? $2 billion. $2 billion. I was going to say $1 billion. $1 billion. Like $2.5. $2.5? Do you know? I don't know. I'm going to say $2.5 billion. <laughs> Stole Carmen. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Two point one billion dollars. Yeah. Michael Jordan is worth for you. Isn't that unbelievable? Why you, was he Jay. doing his own laundry? One of the episodes he was doing his own uh, laundry to uh. show that he's still a normal human. Maybe he just likes never to. forgets how to do his own laundry. I gotta tell you, that was such a good docu series. Yeah, uh, I'll probably watch it again. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, last night was really good. So they say that when he was sick, uh, he he did not have the flu. He had no. food poisoning. Yeah. Yeah, which I knew that, and I thought that it was wings, but it was pizza. Yeah. Oh. It was pizza, yeah. Because they got it delivered. So you know he was crapping his pants, too. Oh, oh yeah. If he would have pooped his pants on the court, that would be the most he memorable have. thing ever. He might have, but you don't know. Did we know that? That they thought somebody had poisoned him because he. They said that like five guys delivered the pizza right. and they were kind of like looking in the door trying to see Michael yeah. in the room uh, and stuff. Yeah, and the the guy goes, he goes, we got a pizza delivered from five guys. When was the last time five different guys delivered one when pizza? You, uh, going to Michael Jordan's house, exactly, yeah. and that's why well, they were in uh, in Utah for the was right. The, yeah, the, the pizza place has never been named. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, it's never been named. And Michael actually was the. They put out that he had the flu. But he was like, yeah, no, it's definitely food poisoning. How much man juice do you think Michael Jordan has ingested without knowing it over the years? <laughs> oh, that is a lot. But it, like well, here's the thing, too, is he's one of those guys that I don't think was really a hated guy. I mean, I grew up in Chicago, so yeah, I loved him I, and stuff. Just but for I being so popular. Yeah, but I, I think a lot of people were like, you know, oh, man, the Bulls, they're going to kick our ass and stuff. But I do love Jordan. Like, you, yeah. you would go see the other team you're not even a fan of to see Jordan. Even if you're a chef at a, a restaurant, you're like, ugh, Michael Jordan, <laughs> spin on his food. You never know. Yeah. A lot of those teams, though, if you're if you're not a Bulls fan, once they continually win, you just become hated. Like the Patriots are hated in oh, the NFL. Yeah, the if you're not a Patriots fan, I know fan. What you're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think towards the end there, you'd see when he'd go into like those um, the Pacer games, everybody's yelling "f you" and like they're right. in a step- <laughs> one lady. <laughs> oh man, the final episode. There's a lady who's just yelling and screaming, and it's great. "F you, you mother effer!" As Michael's like walking right by it, like oh, right in your face. I love, if I was walking, and I heard that, I would just start laughing. Oh it, yeah, even. They go get in a crowd, the Bulls, and he's like, let's give him something to boo about. Uh-huh. What stuck out to me is uh, towards the end there, he was so super famous that most of the people he befriended were his security team. There yeah. was like there was a, there was one guy who was like the main the guy head of security at the arena, right. and these people were always surrounded by Jordan like twenty four seven because he was so super famous that that's who he would become friends with. He said that one guy became like a father figure to him once his real dad had passed away because literally he's always but surrounded think, by security think at about all it. times. Because time with them. it's like uh, it's like Spanish. If Spanish goes on to be the Michael Jordan. 
we're not going to treat him any different because we know him since right. the beginning. And those guys all knew him since the very beginning. So they were right, probably yeah. the only few people that ever treated him like a human being. Yeah. Because, because when he came on the Bulls and he uh, broke his foot, that guy was there and he would let him in and make sure that he got to his seat and all that stuff. He was just another player. Yeah. You know, at the time, just another player. And then obviously became the greatest ever. Yeah. You know, ever. Easy. I uh, I will watch it. I didn't finish watching it, but I will I will catch up. On yeah, it. it's really good. Who would you like to see next? If you if you got a ten episode, uh, all access of players documentary or or team or whatever they could do like like who? Well, I I love the uh, Magic Bird uh, thing that they had was great because yeah. that rivalry of the Lakers and the Celtics back in the eighty in the early you know eighties and stuff that was so great. Um. I mean, I know that they're doing the uh, Lance Armstrong one. They're going to do the Bruce Lee one, and then they're going to do the Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire one. But it's not going to be Lance it's not going to be a full like docu series. Just like a that, thirty for thirty. Yeah, the Bruce Lee one will be cool. Yeah, for sure. I'm over Lance Armstrong. I think. Yeah, he's a cheater. Well, I just there's nothing amazing about him after you know he cheated. Yeah, mm, there is though. Is there? There is because. They were all cheating. Yeah. yeah, they were all cheating. They were all doing steroids, and he still beat them yeah. so dominantly. And he was a guy who would do anything to win, and he would put his body through all his stuff. When you have everybody is cheating, it's a fair. It's a, the same field. Yeah. Like everybody's cheating. Everyone. Do you was know how he got caught? Uh, I forget. I watched a whole documentary about when he had to go to the hospital for the cancer. <gasps> And he went to the cancer, and they said, "Oh, what stuff? What yeah. are you on?" Ooh. And he tried to lie, and they were like, "If you lie to us, and we give you the medicine, it could have a and he just bad rattled effect. everything off. Yeah. And he rattled everything off. And they said he just kept going and going and going. And, oh, I know one of the big memes now that's going around from last night is after Jordan had beaten Bird in the playoffs, he goes up to him, oh, him yeah. in the hallway and gives him a hug, like gives him a hug. He's, "Hey, man, f you, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> he goes, he's like, he gave us a run for the money, and he, and Bird's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So like Jordan's idea of good game is f you, bitch. <laughs> the, the great thing about Bird though was that he was unbelievable. The guy was such a workhorse and so unbelievable. But when Jordan came into the league, he said, "This is the greatest guy." Yeah. Like he said, hands down, he's the best. Which I thought was cool, you know, because most of the time those guys would be like, no, I'm, I'm better than him. I'm better than this guy, you know. I almost loved the when Jordan knew he was the best. Yeah. When Jordan was, was playing, it's not even arrogance. It's you know that you're better and you know that you're better. And he was like, I, I'm, I'm putting this guy here. Just give it to me. I'll take care of it. And I love how they ask him what motivated him. And it's always <laughs> the littlest thing. Is they're like, playing against the Jazz and stuff and they go, what motivated him? And he goes... Carl Malone got MVP. Yeah. And he goes, not that he doesn't deserve it. He goes, but that was mine. It should have been mine. You know, like, he goes, so, turned it on. Basically, the entire theme of that docuseries through Jordan's whole career is, like, once you made Jordan's S list, you were done. Oh, right. He was going to embarrass you. He oh. was going to do everything he could to make you look like a complete fool. And he, he was always successful. Uh, there's one part, not to give too much of stuff away, but uh, Russell, who played for the, uh, who played for the Jazz, Michael went to visit oh, yeah. when he was retired, and he went to visit with Carl Malone and John Stockton, which, by the way, the fact that John Stockton was one of the greatest players at the time is so funny because <laughs> he little... looks a math teacher. Yeah. But he went and visited, and he was talking to those guys, and Russell was like, he goes, oh, man, he goes, why'd you quit? 
He goes, you had to go and quit. He goes, you knew I could guard you. You had to go and quit. Mm. And he was like, you better get your boy saying to Carl Malone and stuff. So when he came back, he goes, I just remembered that. And he goes, and I just wanted to destroy him. Yeah. <laughs> he scored like two points that game. Yeah. Oh, he scored like 40. Ridiculous. How much did they really go into him uh, leaving and coming back and his father dying? And they all do. They stuff. go into why he did and yeah. why he went and played baseball really? and all that type why, of stuff. Why, though? Why did they tell you the truth? Yeah. The because his dad, no, his dad wouldn't play baseball. And when his dad died, he goes, he he got to see me win the championship. And he goes, and I just wanted something different. He goes, I wanted to get away from basketball. And yeah. he goes, my dad always wanted me to play baseball. So we went and played baseball. But then, of course, you know, and the guy said who owned the Bulls owned the White Sox. And he said, he goes, for him to not play baseball since he was in high school mm-hmm. in the way that he batted and stuff. Because people always go, oh, he sucked. He sucked. He played for, what, a AAA team yeah. or whatever. And he goes, nobody just goes and plays for a AAA team. He goes, but the way the contract was. And he goes, and he was great. And he goes, had he stuck with it, he would have been on the White Sox. Damn. Like, he would have been a pro. I don't know. I don't remember anybody saying that at the time. But that's what the owner said. Yeah. I, I don't know, and I don't know enough about baseball. But to play at that level. More people were talking never- about Tim Tebow in the, in the minor leagues, and they were Michael Jordan. Oh, everybody was talking about Jordan. No, no, about how good about, he was. Yeah, about oh, okay. him. But not even how good he was. The possibility of him making it to the majors, right? But it shows. It shows when he was playing with the uh, Birmingham team in the press or like under the fence, trying to get pictures and it's stuff. The first time they probably had people in the stands. So we had in Illinois, we had the uh, King County Cougars, were the team that would play against Birmingham. And uh, they played after Jordan wound up going oh, back. Really? And we're like, ah, come on. You, every once in a while, there'll be a player. I remember when Roger Clemens was hurt, and he rehabbed here. And then he started a couple of games here in Tampa. And imagine that minor league pitcher, that 19-year-old kid that's getting up to face Roger Clemens. You know oh, how, yeah. how great that is. Well, I know yeah. the documentary, like one of the first games Jordan plays is in Sarasota for like spring training. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, against the Pirates out there. I think so, that yeah. Was it, was, it was such a good documentary. I, I was telling Gal, I'm like, hey, that's five weeks we just watched that. Just yeah. like that went by, five weeks. Yeah, yeah and they would have milked you for ten weeks had the yeah. Pirates not been here. You'd yeah. still be watching yeah, yeah, yeah. it. So. Oh, that's good. You know what's going to happen. You're going to come up with lost footage and extra episodes and all that, which I heard there's more Tiger King stuff coming. Yes, but I believe it's going to be Siegfried and Roy stuff. Yeah, and- because I guess Siegfried and Roy had some connection to Exotic Joe, they got yeah, tigers from there. Banging each other and yeah. probably, yeah. So there's tigers. I think they're trying to, I'm Tiger Kinged out. They're just trying to squeeze everything out of Oh, that. yeah. Well, look, if you got a Siegfried and Roy connection, I'll watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now with Roy dying. Or if you do a documentary leading up to him getting attacked by the tiger. Oh, Why won't they show that? Why won't they release that footage? I would love to see that, and I would also love to see Grizzly Man. Oh, Grizzly dude. Man, there was only audio, right? but I would listen to the audio. Every day I would listen to that audio. Uh, yeah, did the guy destroy the video? He says he did. That's no, 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 no. The video of, of Roy? No. No, of, no, of the Grizzly, Grizzly Man. No, yeah. they, don't, they didn't have it on video. They only had it. It was only audio, wasn't it? I thought they had it on video, and he said I, he destroyed yeah, it. Yeah, I think maybe because the camera fell, so they only have the audio? Maybe. Maybe. Because they said sure. you could hear him hitting pots and pans. So for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, there's a, a documentary called Grizzly Man where a guy went and lived among the grizzly bears. Like, just him, for a while, it was just him, and he would live in the wild with these grizzly bears, and, and he would he run up and hug them. And crazy. Yeah. Then and, he like, brought... they'd, they'd get a little aggressive, and he'd hit them, and no. And, yeah. You know, yeah. It's a grizzly bear. Yeah. And and then uh, eventually he got a girl to come out there and, and stay there with him, 
and they lived right in the middle of the thing, and then one day a grizzly just decided to come up and eat their faces, and yeah. uh, and it killed her, and it ate him. And it said, I remember reading, it said it bit the top of his head right off. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Because they, the way they eat is they just hold their, because they don't have any natural predators, so they'll just hold their prey down and eat it slowly. Yeah. So that's what happened to him. They just ate the top of his head. And eat them alive, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and they got him and the girl, the poor girl that he brought out there got killed, too. And... They, they, somebody has that audio or video, and they won't release it. They say they destroyed it, but I don't believe that at all. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, what was the other one we're talking about? Grizzly Man, and then if they did a Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. The Siegfried and Roy one, they tell you that they have it. They're like, the hotel has it, and you will never see it. I think. Which means until somebody pays enough money for right, it. Right, yeah. But why is that? Probably because, one, they don't want, um... You know, all of a sudden, all the people in the audience are like suing now for I could have got hurt. You know, I was yeah. not, you know what I mean? There's a bunch of th- things that could come back against them legally, but I think after a certain amount of years. Like once it's, once there's no. Once statute of the- limitations yeah. on anything would run out. That's so pre cell phone, too. Yeah, and the Whereas thing now- is, that is. Gru- that is a gruesome video because I was young and I remember my dad telling me about it that he was dragged off stage. Yeah, but nobody's the seen the video. But the thing is, is if you got to imagine got if he's under the neck, that, yeah. if there's got to be blood squirting everywhere. You know, it's a white tiger cup. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day. You're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.